This was a contest, motherfucker. So let me explain. Motherfuckers fighting for this title. Let me take my shirt off. We gonna this shit popping. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'll stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. So let me get with some random shit. I saw a bitch chasing a horse down the road this morning. I got the middle of the road. She wasn't riding. The horse was running. She was running cowboy boots, trying to chase this motherfucker and making no no advancement. Just running down the street. I heard you talking about Walmart. And here's the thing, man. Don't be proud of us people. My wife, she's the queen of that shit. She loves farting down the aisle and dragging it. a little more cold-blooded. I'll fart on your fucking face. I catch somebody crap down looking at some shit on a low aisle. I'll walk right up behind you. I'll fart your motherfucking head from the back. Just right on you. I don't give a shit. Say something if you want to. I'll hit you with a can of pork and beans. Fuck off. Man, good luck on that, or good luck. Good job on getting Foxy, brother. I think that's the episode this week if it comes up. We had her on, man. She's a cool-ass chick down there telling jokes and shit. I'll tell you one thing you probably didn't get. She was so nice. She gave us a picture of her own kitties to put as the time page for that album. I ain't seen that shit from nobody else, man. You tell me. Is that normal? Shit, I don't know. I would like to elaborate. Here you motherfuckers don't know, I got a show called Po' Boys Podcast. It's at Po' Boys Pod on Twitter. Now, a couple weeks ago, we talked about, I saw a dude sitting on the side of the road at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I drove by, and the motherfucker had a sign that said, I suck and swallow. Now, that's weird. I ain't never seen no shit like that. And everybody I told asked me if I stopped. I told them I didn't stop. I ain't trying to get my dick stuck on the side of the road at 8.30. Well, the funny thing is, is there's been a break in the case, and this is new news for anybody listening. A couple days later, I had a motherfucker from a tire shop catch this dude on the side of the road. Ooh, your fucking voicemail's about to get on my bad side. Cut me off again, bitch, see what happens. Anyway, pull over on the side of the road, pull up on this truck. Homeboy jumped out to go approach the person that was sucking dick at 8 o'clock, and it turned out to be a 70-year-old man. God damn. How you gonna be 70 on the side of the road sucking dick at 8 o'clock in the morning? Man, you gotta really love it. That's all I got to say about that. But, you know, meth is a hell of a drug. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm all done talking. I'm really digging all you motherfuckers calling in and leaving voicemails. You wanna contest the champ, motherfucker? Keep up the good work and we'll put this shit to action. Holler at me on Twitter, at JodyB501. Holler at me at the podcast, at Pod on Twitter. And all you motherfuckers have a safe, happy week, and come get some if you want it.
what the champ is cooking. Boom, 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 boom. The rock says, the rock says, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's episode 69, baby. You know what time it is. At you with another edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast. Mm-hmm. Had to whip out the sexy time voice to elicit some of the waterfalls from you sexy ladies out there this evening or this morning or whenever you listen to this podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the oh so sexy listeners, for coming back each and every week and listening to me ramble and go on about all the sexy things in the world all right like episode 69 which is now with the six opening on top and the nine opening on bottom all the things rubbing so intimately in the middle shout out to all my podcast brethren with the deep and sexy time voices are just the intriguing voices to boot Wanna give out a shout out to Sean from the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Wanna go ahead and tap my little box for the hashtag Blackout Podcast Brethren over there, Jay and Jared. Wanna give a oh so deep and sexy shout out to S. Anthony Thomas and his mighty Toyota Camry. Also, the Blackout on the Just in Time Podcast. They always hide and shit. Dropping some deep stonerisms over there on the pod. A foreign delight. Choo choo stew over on the podcast train podcast. And one half of the intergender tag team champions of the world. And from the crises and Blute podcast. The old so sexy and central. Blute with his awesome ring announcer voice and baritone skinisms. Also, you heard him when you named the show that motherfucker Joey B. And I call him a motherfucker because him and his wife have a baby, so he's fucking somebody's mother. <laughs> Man, welcome to the show, episode 69. It's sexy time, baby. And we have a treat for you. You heard Jody B leading us in with his voicemail because he is the voicemail king he is the voicemail champ and he's trying to defend his title against all of you many listeners that has been sending me your voicemails well not many listeners but the ones that have been sending voicemails in and i appreciate you and speaking of voicemails we have quite a few and i appreciate all y'all for sending me in the voicemails and if you or listening for the first time and everything, and you want to send in the voicemail, there's no criteria to it. It can be about anything you want it to be. Just as long as you call the number 304-825. Damn, had a brain fart. <laughs> 5762. That's 304-825-5762. Send me your voicemails. Give me a random story. Or just plug your podcast or whatever it is that you do. You can do music, whatever it is. Just the voicemails line to get your voice out there and be heard and whatnot. 
So this first voicemail we're going to roll into is hysterical. It's um, from Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast. And he almost died on this voicemail line. Y'all, this is the closest you're going to ever get to somebody laughing themselves to death. And I was laughing my ass off just listening to him laugh his ass off. That's how powerful this voicemail is. It's in reference to the Blash. Ah, had a tongue tied there. It's episode 69, baby. My tongue is loose and moist for your enjoyment. But it's in reference to the voicemail that we got last time from the hashtag Blackout Podcast in referencing to crop dusting. And Ray has a crop dusting story that he's going to share with you right now. So I'm listening to your most current episode, and the voicemails are fucking killing me. Hilarious. But anyway, this one goes, this is a story for, for your boys from the Blackout Podcast talking about being crop dusted in the goddamn Walmart. Never happened in a Walmart. But what did happen was one day I'm at work. I'm going up from the basement where the loading dock is up to the 11th floor. It's about 4.30-ish, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So nobody's left in the building because it's a Friday. It's corporate America. They fuck off at 3.30. So I'm thinking, we're good. I just had uh, 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 some Mexican food lunch. That usually tears my stomach up a bit. So I'm extra gassy. And I get in this elevator, and I just I let out a fart. It was so loud. You know, like it echoes off the walls. <laughs> and it, was, it was just nasty. And then it kind of burned a little bit. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to stink. Sure it is shit. We stop at the first floor, which is two floors up from the basement, right? Some somebody, some dude gets on, and now I gotta pretend like nothing's going on, <laughs> and stink hasn't started yet. So I'm thinking, oh, good, maybe I'll get away with this. But sure it is shit. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> this poor guy is standing there. <laughs> he he was going up to me. <laughs> that they sell up in there bootleg ass electronics and all kind of other crazy shit and little b-rob not baby b-rob but my son crop dusted the fuck out of all of us my wife me baby b-rob all down the aisle 
the motherfucking Dee's discounts. That little motherfucker shat on himself and just walked by us. Didn't even say nothing. Didn't say excuse me. He didn't damn grab none of the clothes off the rack and kind of fan behind them to dissipate the smell or nothing. He just laid an egg in the goddamn aisle and let all of us walk through it. Ain't that some shit? Well, it actually was. It was poo gas, so it was some shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Coming up next, we got Big D from the Bro Ron podcast. He has a story to tell about his eyeball sockets and whatnot. So, here we are. Let him talk about it. Yo, B-Rob, this is Big D from the Bro Ron's podcast. Man, love your cast. Love the episode with the hashtag Blackout Guys. Man, it's awesome. Uh, I know I usually try to do some funny shit or some silly stuff or whatever, but I'm going to go on a rant today. Now, as you may know, I'm completely blind in my right eye and legally blind in my left. And because I have a lot of sensitivity in my left eye, Sometimes I have to wear my shades and use my walking stick. Now, people, if you see me using my stick and wearing the shades, don't act like I have the motherfucking plague. Man, I'm just blind. You're not going to catch the blind. It's just fucking something I have to deal with, people. So quit that shit, all right? And I know you act different because if I'm just wearing my glasses and sitting there with my wife, and I don't have my stick because I can hold her hand and shit. You all treat me completely different. So quit that shit. And if you don't know what to say, just say hello. That fucking does that shit. Hell, make fun of my ass. I don't care. Something to shoot the elephant in the room. Just don't act like I got the fucking plague, all right? It's not leprosy. It's blind. It ain't catching. All right, man. Keep up with the show. We'll holler at you. Yeah, man. Don't do that shit. Just because somebody has a disability, don't treat them all fucked up and weird and all kind of shit like that, man. They are human beings just like you and I. Well, my eye is okay on this side. His eyes ain't so much all right. Anyway, that's besides the point. You want to treat everybody with respect and dignity regardless of their situation in life. So stop that shit. You heard him. He said don't do it no more, motherfuckers. All right, I think that's it. Do do I have another voicemail? Nah, that was it. That's all three of them. I got to double check. I got all kind of things on my, my board here. No, I am lying to you. The piece de resistance, the champion at the beginning of the show, Jody B, proclaiming his title of the voicemail championship. And now we got the storyteller. Ooh. I'm telling you, wet and sensual for episode 69. We got the storyteller extraordinaire, Hoppy Rogers, with another voicemail. So check that out, homeboy. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hoppy Rogers just checking in with B-Rod. Before we get to this week's story, we're going to have a short little disclaimer. This story is for entertainment purposes only. No names have been changed to protect the innocent because there's no innocent. It's just a story. No one would ever do this, especially in Kentucky. This is absolutely a fictional story. Thank you very much. Okay, so anyways, uh, one of my homies, he's a hunter-trapper, and Kentucky's a fucked-up place, because you can be in the hood, uh, and then be completely out in the country in the mountains and shit in half an hour. It's just, it's a fucked-up place, Kentucky, but one of my dudes is a hunter-trapper, and, uh, you know, he's trying to get the coyotes and stuff like that off his property, but accidentally caged a bobcat. For y'all out there that don't know or never run into stuff like that in Kentucky, we got cougars, and we got bobcats. 
you know, Kentucky Wildcats, that's, that's your bobcat. It's a smaller cat. It's way bigger than a house cat. That's what really runs the forest out here. We got like maybe one, two, three cougars. We got some bears. We ain't got no grizzlies. We got brown bears and black bears, whatever. But bobcat, you know, they don't look that big, but they'll tear your ass up. So anyways, my dude had one in the cage, and it's, you know, you don't even really want to let them go when you're standing right there or whatever, but this motherfucker crazy. So he goes and gets some welding gloves, comes out with one of them old hard shell suitcases from the 70s, puts the welding gloves on, gets in the cage, grabs the bobcat by his legs and shit, this motherfucker growling and going nuts, somehow gets this motherfucker in this hard shell suitcase. Closes it up, and I'm like, man, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I got a good idea. So, dude drives all the way into the west end in the hood, takes his big-ass suitcase, sets it over on the side on the curb by the sidewalk on old dilapidated abandoned street. We run across and hide behind this wall and sit there. Probably about 30 minutes later, big old big-bodied Buick on 22s come rolling through. Stop. Scoops the suitcase up. But this motherfucking big body don't get like 40, 50 yards down the street. All four motherfucking doors fly open. They go running. The car drives in a ditch and hits a little fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a drain ditch. Well, um, the cul de sac, whatever the fuck you call them, little drainage ditches. And then one pissed off bobcat go running down the alley. I tell you what, man. You ain't laughed over. You ain't all. You talk about laughing, dog. Well, that's really all I got. Stories from Kentucky, number 41622B17. Holla, holla. I could always appreciate a good story from Hoppy Rogers or whatever, but I got to contest this a little bit. First of all, cougars don't go to the hood or whatever. The hood go to the cougars. Sometimes they usually meet up in a fancy club and um, they usually buy you drinks. And everything. They don't usually jump out and try to claw you vigorously. Well, yeah, I lied. It's just, um, you got to think about it in 69 time. Oh, yeah. Naughty times and everything. <laughs> but yeah, cougars don't come to the hood. You know, they, they find you in other places like Walmart and they offer to buy you drinks and dinner and take you to their establishment. That's how cougars work. Anyway, that thank you, Hoppy. Thank you, Jody B. Thank you, Big D. And, th- and thank you, Ray, for all your voicemails and everything. And we're about to get into the episode proper like, but not so proper because it is episode 69. Coming to the stage, hailing. From Houston, Texas, standing at five foot sexy, is our guest for this edition of the Random Rambles with Rob podcast, Foxy. She is a comedian. She doesn't have a problem showing the boobs. And she was told at 11 years old that she would have some dicks floating around her head. So, yeah. Penis action all over the face, neck, and chest, as Kevin Smith would say. Uh, we had a great time. We talked about how people would solicit uh, dick pics and fuck dates in her Twitter DMs. And we talk about how she introduces her kids into comedy as because she is a comedian. So sit back, relax, 
and let the waterfall splash all over your pelvis on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast featuring Foxy. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. Just making some adjustments. No worries. Goddamn computer do what it want. Yeah, they're like that. Shouldn't be when I'm trying to do shit, though. <laughs> That's the only time it does that. Seriously. The only time. All right. All right. Give me the first five minutes of your set. Oh, shit. Nah, this <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm 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 just going to hit the cliff's notes of what I know. I heard you uh, first and foremost on the Po' Boys podcast, which you made your podcasting debut. Yes. So what was that experience like? I mean, did they reach out to you or did you reach out to them? I listened to the episode, but I, for- I forgot that part. Um, They reached out to me and um, it was fun. Like, like I said, I'd never done it before. And, um, couple of nice guys and we had a good time which i think is funny because damn jody when i hear him record like because me and him have recorded before yeah and i hear him on his own podcast now and he all like yeah man and some some and he said and he got his humor and his but he is always monotone and low but when this motherfucker is on the phone with me or is he damn doing a tweet video or some shit. This motherfucker loud and outlandish and shit. But when you get on the <laughs> podcast, y'all like, yeah, man, the kid. Yeah, it was pretty dry. <laughs> yeah. The kid peed on himself, you know, it's peed in his face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And anytime you hear me speak of Jody B, I call him that motherfucker Jody B. <laughs> yeah, that fits. And let's, and let's speak of that word. That's like my pet word, my favorite word. You know, people say, like and then um and something like this so you know they got the words that they say normally all the time mine is motherfucker <laughs> and you and samuel <laughs> yes because I, I, we all look alike right <laughs> hey <laughs> i can't make those jokes i'm a white girl hey, whatever you can say you all look alike then it'll be the same <laughs> wrong because <laughs> that's what we say <laughs> but um that word, I, I don't know why I was thinking about it because most of the time I, I say it, so probably that's why I was thinking about it when I was trying to get this computer to work so I, I could talk to you and everything. Right. Where did that word come from? I mean, how did it come about? Motherfucker? Yeah, just like did some guy walk in and some dude was fucking his mother. He was like, motherfucker. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, it has to be some derivative of the Yo Mama jokes. It just has to be. <laughs> <laughs> which by the way my my two kids are so into those right now and i don't know how to fix it oh it's, see every everything is circular it comes back around it does but i don't even know where they're getting them from and my my seven-year-old told me one in the car the other day i almost ran the car off the road i was laughing so hard you, you probably found that uh <laughs> your mama show with will devolve or some shit on <laughs> something <laughs> The bad thing is he didn't know why it was funny, and it was funny. <laughs> well, what did he say? Which one did he say? He said, uh, 
Your mom is so hairy that uh, when you was born, she got, you got rub burn. <laughs> My seven-year-old. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and you know what? I heard a lot of your mama jokes, and um, I never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good one, and I, I was driving at the time. And, you know, like when your kid says something, you can't, like, react to it yeah. that way. But I was dying. I was like, I got to pull over. Hold on. <laughs> And it's funny. It is funny with the young kids or whatever because they don't understand that you have to look at the road to drive. Exactly. So they're like, "Hey, Dad, look at this," and I'm like, "I, I can't look at you." But come on, look. And I was like, "No." Right. <laughs> Let's see. Damn, I can't even remember the last time I told her your mama joke. Other, you know, other than just being, you know, so like fourth grade, maybe. Yeah, because they used to snap on it all the time. They used to just have like little circles. Like mm-hmm. they're about to do a dance battle or something, but they're telling your mama jokes. Right. <laughs> it's like, I can remember one of the stupidest ones or whatever. Just like, your mama's so fat, she jumped in the air and got stuck. That was, <laughs> that scene. Your mama's so fat, when she sits around the house, she sits around, around the, the house. house. <laughs> 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 well, uh, that was my bus ride to and from school for four years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your mama jokes. It's like your mama's so fat, her belt size was equator. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sat on a rainbow and made Skittles. Right. <laughs> Sat on a dollar and made change. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. My kids are killing me with it right now. <laughs> uh, you need to investigate. I need to know where they got this from. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I think I think probably as a parent I should be investigating it anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> But hey, you're a comedian. If it's funny, it's like, huh? It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, and 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 my kids know that you know I I do go out and do stand up and stuff like that, and that you know I write, and they don't know what I you know what I'm doing. They're always like, ah, oh, tell us. And I'm like, I can't. When you're 21, you can come see mommy. <laughs> yeah. You should just tell them um, at a basic level. You'd be like, I go on stage and I tell people stories. Oh, no, no, no. I, I've told them that. They want to know the actual jokes. Oh, no. Never mind. Right. <laughs> no, they, they understand exactly what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but they, they, they want to know, hey, so what did you, do, you know, what did you say tonight? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, told them how I went to the potty or something. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like the only comedian that I've let them watch so far is um, a couple of clips of Jim Gaffigan. You know, he does that Hot Pockets routine, mm-hmm. which is totally G-rated and fine. And they thought it was hilarious. And I was like, okay, we're good for now. I've kind of shown you what, what I do, and that's all you need to know. <laughs> They're like, well, let's see more. I'm like, no, no. there's really nobody else. <laughs> you could show them some old Sinbad clips. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> can't do Bill Cosby anymore then they'll be no, on sipping, no sorry putting stuff in your drinks and everything oh god that just kills me lacing kids lunchables and shit mm, jello that's why it was so good <laughs> yeah I was wondering why kids took a nap every time they ate some jello <laughs> exactly it ain't the sugar high oh <laughs> uh, shit we unsolving we solving shit <laughs> Nobody puts me in charge. Damn it. You know, and that kind of crushed me a little bit. I mean, he did a lot of funny shit. And I think my one of my favorite stand-ups uh, to this day was uh, Bill Cosby himself. And yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that came out and it's like, it soured the funny for me. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, it did, it did it for a lot of people. A lot of people. I mean, you know, like, I was having this conversation earlier. Um, you know, I'm okay with, you know, successful, powerful men needing an outlet, you know, that may not be their spouse or significant other or something. I'm okay with that. Like if the president wants to get a blowjob every day from a stranger, fine, let's give her a job. You know what I mean? Let, you know, <laughs> let, let, let her get paid for that just to keep his hand off the, let's not blow up the earth button. Ooh. You know what I mean? Well, she, and and, hold on. and I would have been okay with Cosby, you know, getting some strange, but not the whole like creepy rapey vibe. Well, of that it. was strange. <laughs> <laughs> And it, like to go back to what you're saying about the president, if we appointed a female to that role or whoever he wanted for that role, what right. would they title be? Well, I mean, yeah. It, it, so we were talking about that, and and first I said it'd be like a secretary, and then then we said personal assistant. Really, it's a Girl Friday. That's what <laughs> Girl Friday was. Yeah. You know, it would just be a Girl Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know. Cause I was I was thinking about head of state, but I mean oh, that's, already, that's already it's already taken. <laughs> but the problem the problem is, you know, guys like that aren't going to want just one. Mm. You know what I mean? It'd have to be like a rotating position. There'd, there'd have to be multiple women filling that role. Yeah, they had, I, he had to have his own cabinet. Exactly, exactly. So, and and I'm really okay with that. I am. You know, if that's what it takes to like not blow up the planet, good. We're good. <laughs> go get go get you a blowjob and some strange. <laughs> Shit, but what the hell is happening with Trump? <laughs> oh God, uh, I, I can't explain that. I think that's... as a white person, I can't explain that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think that's probably why he hit the button. He was just like leaned up against it while he was getting his girl right. Friday, and he ah oh shit. <laughs> The good news is his hands aren't big enough, so you know he might he might not be able to fully you know hit that button. Okay, yeah, he might not have enough wrist force behind that because you well, don't have enough surface area. I got you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian, Houston, Texas. Are you from here originally, or this is just where you settled? Born and raised. Sweet. Born and raised. Yeah, yeah. I've never lived outside of Texas. I have lived in Austin and San Antonio, but. Uh, Majority of my life here in Houston. That's crazy because, I mean, you say you've never been outside of Texas, but damn, Texas is like 80 states anyway. Right. <laughs> well, I have I have traveled outside of Texas. I just haven't lived outside yeah. of Texas. Um, except for I had a three-month stretch in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, I was, uh, you said Scranton. That sounded automatically to me like a prison. I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. You know where they filmed The Office? Yes. That was Scranton. Sweet. Yeah. Did you go to the office? No. Oh. <laughs> Not at all. So. That was uh that was back when I was uh working in oil and gas um at a different at a different job and um we were out there for about 3 months and I kind of liked it actually. Scranton is Scranton's kind of a neat place. You wouldn't think of it, but it was cool. So, so working in oil and gas and everything—is it hard to get out your hair at the end of the day? Or? <laughs> no, I don't like get that hands-on. 
Oh, man. So, I mean, what was it like growing up in Houston? Because I'm recent, well, not recently anymore. It's damn near a year now. I've, I've retired from the military in September. Oh, thank you for your service. High five. I don't never know what to say when people say that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but Both um, my ex-husbands were, were military, so, yeah. Hey, and that sounds like the criteria for any service member to have two ex-wives. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, let's see, growing up in Houston, um, it was, it was great. I mean, I love this city. There's always something going on. Um, yeah, like construction, (laughs) construction and traffic and weird parades all the time. Um, which is cool. Like, I like that kind of stuff. Um, I don't necessarily get out and do everything that's available, but I, I, I sort of like the idea that it's out there. Yeah. You know, like I could be doing something if I were a cooler person. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, so I've been in the military for 16 years. My kids wow. have been alive the length of my service. So the military oh, is all they've known. Even the youngest one, the youngest one is six. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've never known me to have hair. They've never known me to have facial hair. Right. And then I retire and then, you know, I'm discovering shit about myself, too, because like, holy fuck, I got gray hair. I didn't know that because <laughs> it's always cut and trim, you know. So. Right. And then I'm and this this would kill me. This was like when it really hit me that I was a civilian. I started growing out my facial hair like just about any service member would after getting out. And, you know, I found the gray hairs and everything and the six year old. And yeah. we walking around Walmart, which is my favorite place. And we go down the um, hygiene aisle and everything. I'm looking for deodorant, toothpaste, and all kind of shit like that. And she walks by the Just for Men and the the, no. gray, the gray treater. She's like, Dad, you should get some of this. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> but at the same time, it brought me back to that... Uh, it was a just for men commercial that made me fucking sad because it was a dad in front of, you know, the flow and the feel of the commercial. Right. He was a single dad and he had these two young girls. Yeah. And, um, he just like, they, they was looking at him. He was like at the table looking at a paper or some shit. And they kind of looked at him forlorn. Like, cause you know, he doesn't get out. He takes care of them. And, you know, they looked at him like he needs to get out and date. So they bring the just for me in there. I mean, just for me. That's the kid stuff. The just for men fucking bottle in there. And he dab up his beard and it's all dark and luxurious and shit. Then he go out on a date and the kids are at the door giving them the thumbs up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, no, seriously, dad, you need to go get laid, please. <laughs> please. I said, we can't, get in any, we can't get into any shit because you're sitting here all the damn time. That's right. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, the, she she the smart one, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, she'll do this. He'll leave. It'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But she, just like you're saying about Houston and everything, it's always something to get into because we've been in all these all these podunk little towns associated with the military, and mm-hmm. it was never anything to do. We had to travel outside of that place to go do something, 
And by the time we got to where we was going to do something, we tied and we got after that. And then we got to drive all the way the fuck back. And <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just a bunch of bullshit. So now he here in Houston and I've been here as a kid because I'm from Lake Charles and I never knew then how big this place was. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Like you can't, there's nowhere in town that you can get to in under 20 minutes. Like, that's just how long it takes you. You could be going, you know, two miles or 20 miles. It's going to be at least 20 minutes. <laughs> Unless I'm going to Walmart, which is right down the street from my house, so I can get okay, there pretty quick. Okay, fair cool. enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I don't know. I think my mission since being here has been to go to every Walmart that they have. Oh, gosh. Um, well, some of them are better than others. Oh yeah, I, I know, I know. I, I found out the hard way. <laughs> so I gotta ask, I gotta ask because, like, it seems like you're either a Walmart person or you're a Target person. Like, have you have you been to Target and like, does it blow your mind or are you like, eh, Walmart's better? I like Target. I, I, you know, contrary to popular belief, I, I do like Target. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think they. It uh, wasn't a race thing. That was just a like. <laughs> no, no, but like the people that talk to me and they, you know, interact with the show and everything, they know I'm always in Walmart. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Because like, if you go to my Instagram page or whatever, is every day is at least a Walmart picture or a Walmart video. I'm in Walmart awesome. doing something. So, I like. Yeah, that. I don't have Instagram. I, I you know, I. I've got Facebook. I don't use it. I have Twitter, and that basically takes up all my time. Yeah. And uh, I haven't bothered to. Fit. I'm too old to do Instagram. I think. And that's the thing that I found out. I, when I started the podcast, I opened up all those things because mm -hmm. I had a podcast. I wanted everybody and anybody to be able to reach me, pertaining right. to the show for whatever reason. And then that shit is taxing because you got to rotate through all your shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. I post something on Twitter. Then I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm about to go to Walmart. Let me post something on Instagram. Uh, shit. Um, Facebook. Um, and let me share some shit on Facebook. And Snapchat? Yes. Snapchat? Let me tell you how I use Snapchat. I don't. Uh-oh. <laughs> about to get dirty, isn't it? No, no, I don't. That's that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I use it. I don't. Well, I'm actually lying, but I take one picture every day on Snapchat. And it's okay. either the floor or the wall, or my freaking, my kid's foot, uh, okay. some leaves, is one random picture a day. You know, hence the name of the show, Random Rambles with Rob. Gotcha. And I do the same thing on Instagram, too, as far as, like, the little story thing that they got now that's kind of like Snapchat. I do the same thing on there. I take a picture of the ceiling fan, kitchen towel, whatever. Got it. Okay. But there's nothing productive that comes out of it. <laughs> Now the actual Instagram, like people like, oh, I saw your one Instagram photo. It was the one that turned me into a fan. <laughs> well, you're not going to get much from the story, but like the actual Instagram account, that's might where you want to give me the thumbs up because it's all it's just Walmart stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just um, borrow somebody's account or just <laughs> go do the trial for Instagram, and you can see oh, all that okay. shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, social media is weird. I like Twitter, but Instagram and Twitter is probably the only two that I really use. 
and the Facebook is there, but it's just there to be there. <laughs> yeah. No, I have too many family members on Facebook that I don't want to talk to in real life. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and you've got that one aunt that posts every five minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't want to mute her because that just seems rude. And you can't block her because, you know, family. So, like, my timeline is filled with 50 pictures a day from this one aunt. And I just, I can't, I can't handle it. You know? Twitter fascinates me, though. It really fascinates me. Yeah, I heard you when you was talking about it on the Poor Boys podcast. You was like, you get a lot of um, interesting interactions from Twitter. I, I do, but I mean, even even when I'm not interacting with people directly, like even if I just read the timeline and and do nothing, because I, I do I do take time off occasionally. I do step back a little bit, and yeah. if you go through, you'll see. You know, I'll have a day where, like, I'm posting all day and then, you know, a day where maybe I've got something in the morning and something at night or whatever. But it just, it fascinates me. Like, the drama, like, y'all don't know these people, (laughs) you know? Like, Like, how are you developing these really strong feelings one way or the other about somebody and, and you've never met them? Like, I just, that, that. That is fascinating to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird because, I mean, through, I mean, it's majority through the podcast, but, you know, I made the initial connection on Twitter. And then, mm-hmm. you know, because of the podcast, you know, it goes on from there. Cause, like, shit, I've been doing this for a little over a year, the podcast. And yeah. shit, Jody B been hanging with me for freaking majority of it you know mm-hmm. he, he heard an episode well i heard his episode on another podcast mm-hmm. and then i went on the same show that he was on then he heard that episode and then we kind of conversated back and forth and we just been talking all this time and then i just start calling him a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> well that's good and and i'm not saying that there aren't people that i that i haven't i mean i've connected with people you know obviously there's there's people that you get along with better and you know I especially like the ones that think I'm funny. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's that. But, I mean, just just in general, it just, you know, Twitter's just fascinating, endlessly fascinating to me. How, you know, one person can say something and all of a sudden, you know, there's 10,000 people talking about the same subject. I wish I had that kind of traffic. Oh, no kidding. Like if I get if I get 10 likes on a tweet, I'm like, hey, today was a good day. Hell yeah. <laughs> I sit in my low like ride. I have a drink now to celebrate. Yeah, no, I, I sit in my low rider and I put my bandana on. And I look just like Ice Cube because we all exactly. look alike. Because <laughs> it was a good day. That's right. That's right. Didn't have to use the AK. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm old school, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, comedy. What drove you down this path? Um, you know, honestly, like I've always dealt with life through humor, you know, and and. I'd always rather laugh than cry, and I've had a lot of crappy shit happen to me. So, mm-hmm. and and I'll take responsibility for it. I mean, you know, I got myself in a lot of crappy situations. Um, and 
you know, for about a year or so, I was kind of throwing around the idea, gee, I'd like to kind of do that, you know, because talking to friends and, you know, people I met and like, ah, damn, you're funny, you know, like, yeah, I know I am, but what do I do with it, you know? (laughs) And um, finally, I I just said, you know what, the hell with it. I'm going to go try it. They have open mics. Let's go do it. So that's how I got into it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told the same thing that you know, you should try you should do stand up and blah 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 and everything. It's just like I don't I don't I don't like the format, you know. I don't like to <laughs> sit there and write things. I'd rather just be on the spot with stuff and I don't think I can make a career out of that just standing up there, um, let's talk about uh pissing on the flow. You know, you take a pee. I am only thinking about that because y'all talked about it on the other podcast. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure at least some of the stuff I'm, uh, I've said is going to come back to haunt me more than once. So I'm, I'm, I've come to pe- come to peace with that. I'm okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there's other avenues for it. I mean, I also write, mm-hmm. and I've started actually getting some stuff published online. Um, I do some uh, short article work for uh, Morpheus online, and. Uh, so I've got I've got some pieces on there and that that's kind of more of a mental exercise for me. Like I really I love writing and I've got between those the short articles of you know, I've got a book started, I've got a screenplay I've, I've got a couple of screenplays started. It's just, you know, I have this like ADHD problem where like I start something and then I'm like, "Oh, look over here, something shiny, a squirrel." Yeah. You know. I feel um <laughs> so what what I like about writing for Morpheus is that the editor's like, hey, you need to send me something, you know. So there's like a deadline. There's a you know there's some structure to it, which you know apparently my brain needs that. Um, <laughs> the writing for myself is you know when I get inspired or drunk enough or you know uh, kids are with dad, you know I have some free time and uh, just do it for me. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it, you know, but performing it is really different. Um, it's, I I can understand why people get hooked on it. I do because it's a lot of external approval. That's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like having your own person standing in your bathroom all day and like, wow, you look pretty. You look hot today your hair. Oh my God. You know, like it's all that all at once for like five minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now uh, working for Morpheus or whatever. I mean, whenever you first initially got on with them, did they, did he try to give you the red or the blue pill? How did that work? Huh? What do you mean? The matrix Morpheus. What? Oh, that went yeah, up- I've never liked that movie. Oh damn. I wasted that my reference. Theory, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, I, I've seen parts of it um, you know like repeatedly but I don't think I've ever sat through the whole I, any of the Matrix movies start to finish none of them because okay. I'm like oh, I can't even <laughs> how are you with, how, how are you with being dared like if somebody you know I dare you to do this how, how likely or unlikely are you to do it um, that is a direct function of how drunk I am. Mm. 
Um, but I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I'll tell you no. Okay. Are you drunk now? <laughs> uh, no, Shit. but I am drinking. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna wait a little bit before I come back to my dare. <laughs> Okay, you almost made me spit that. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry about that, too. I can't have you waste your alcohol. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's just white wine. It's, you know, white girl stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Is it in a box? It is not in a box. However, I am drinking it out of a plastic cup. <laughs> All classy-like. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. <laughs> Man, I can't tell you. I, I've, I've had, you know, assortment of alcoholic beverages out of the weirdest of cups. I had... In coffee mugs, uh-huh. ca- canteen cups. Yep. Um, freaking, what's that shit? Um, took a shot out of the damn the top for a Pam. You know, like the cooking spray. Just, oh wow, yeah. that is that's clever. Yeah, I like that one. It just turned upside down. It's a little cup. <laughs> I, I, now I know. Shit. And and look at it this way too. You got the you turn the cap upside down, and it got a circle inside <laughs> the cap. So you can pour two different shots and mix them. Boom. Oh, look at you. You're a pro. Yeah. Shit. Handing out my expertise. I <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Because <laughs> that's a little bit of something that I did being in the military. That's a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And plus, you got to be creative with it, too. So I, yeah. I think I think that's a creative thing that, that y'all learn. Just a little bit. Or just stupidness. Because <laughs> I've seen some stupid shit as well. Well, <clears throat> I don't doubt that. Um, like I said, I've been married to two ex-military. One was uh, former Army and one was Marines. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I believe it. Oh, okay. So out of the two, which was the crazier? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um well, let's see. One was a pedophile and the other's a sociopath. All right, who's the pedophile? Uh, the first one, Army. Sweet. Ah, thank you. <laughs> what <laughs> branch were you? The Marines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're okay with the with, with the Marine being a sociopath? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I I've dealt with that before. It's cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm not lying to you. If I had my camera on, I, I swear to you, when you, I was waiting for you to give me the answer, I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> That's I like, awesome. I was like, please don't be the Marine. Please don't be the Marine. <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, yeah, so like I said, I, <laughs> I've had some interesting stuff in my life. Um, and... Uh, you know, actually, the funniest thing ever, my father's um, girlfriend for a while, she had a son who was in the Army. Mm-hmm. And he came back for a visit, and we were having dinner, and he flipped out at dinner because the vegetables were touching the meat on his plate. And I don't mean flipped out like got angry about it. I meant I mean like a four year old tantrum, like got up from the like pushing food off his plate. I can't eat this, you know. Yeah, I... <laughs> because he was used to ha- having it served in a plastic tray that had dividers in it, and he couldn't handle the vegetables touching the meat. <laughs> wow, I, that's that's deep. I've never, you, you know. Um, shit. 
it's a movie. I forget the name of it, but it had um, Robin Williams in it. And um, he was what, like, "Morning Vietnam." No, not that. Nah, not that extreme. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, it was. A, it was a comedy. It was the first instance that I ever heard of what you just explained. It was a movie had Robin Williams in it, had LL Cool J in it, and it was like toys or some shit like that, like a toy factory. And LL Cool J had a monologue to where he was talking about, I can't have this shit touching this shit or whatever. I mean, he, he wasn't saying shit. That's just how I, right. when I don't remember shit or know what to say, I say cuss words. So, Fine by me. Yeah, he's just like, I can't have this. My, my stuff is invading my stuff over here. We can't have it. We need to, you know, and that's the only instance that I've it's heard. It's a real what, thing. It's a real thing. I've, I've watched it personally. And, you know, and I was a kid at the time, and her son was, oh, he had to have been 22. I mean, so he, in in my eyes, as a, you know, 10-year-old kid, I mean, he was an adult. This was an adult having this tantrum. And I was just, I, I think that was the first time that I was actually stunned speechless in my entire life. Like, I didn't know what, like, how do you, what do you say? Uh, you know? Get out. <laughs> I just that was that was just funny to me, and I and I think that's probably like you know I I never know how what I say is going to be received because everything that I put out there, all my jokes, my writing, you know, anything I put on Twitter, it's stuff that makes me me laugh personally. Yeah, and I have such a like I, I feel like I have just this random sense of humor. Like the weirdest things make me laugh, and so I never know how it's going to be received. And you know, to me, that was just—it was hilarious watching that. This is a grown-ass man freaking out because broccoli's touching his meatloaf. You know, like <laughs> that's just funny to me. And the movies is the name of the movie was Toys. Toys. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because. Yeah, <laughs> been there, done that. It was made in 1992. <laughs> wow, okay. I don't think I saw it. Now yeah. I'm going to have to, I hope it's on Netflix or something so I can so I can watch it. Yeah, or you can just pull it up on your handy dandy fire stick. I'm pretty sure like you probably have 30 of those laying around somewhere. Everybody does. <laughs> I've got zero fire sticks. What the hell is that? What? Yes. What? <laughs> okay, just so you know. I come from a long line of people whose VCRs still flash 12 o'clock. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my level of technology. Okay, I got you. Well, <laughs> let's, let's, let's start backwards to go forward. Okay. You remember uh, how people, when they didn't have something, they would, uh, like a, a, a movie or something, they would just dub tapes. Because I'm sure. speaking, I'm speaking VCR talk right now. Yes, gotcha. <laughs> so how they would just take a, two VCRs, hook them together, dub a tape, uh-huh. and sometimes they would distribute those to other individuals for a certain amount of currency. Sure, understood. And then fast forward a little bit, you know, with the advancements in technology, some people would do the same thing with DVDs uh, via pocket camcorders or cell phones and. Transfer those things to DVDs, and they would sell them, and so on and so forth. At the movie theater, yes. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> now here in the age of 2017, what they do now 
This is a little device, kind of like whatever you could use for your Netflix services. If you don't have it built into your TV, you know, you can plug this little box into your TV and it has Netflix and all this other bullshit on there. Okay. Amazon has produced a thumbstick-like device called the Fire Stick. And you can plug this thing. Yeah, you can plug this thing into your TV and it has all the apps that you want on it. It has Amazon, of course. Has Netflix, Hulu, a couple other things. You can play video games on some of them, all the shit. Hmm. But what we've done with the advancements in the technology that we've made from the VCR all the way up until now, we've bootlegged this fire stick into giving us all the bootleg shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So somehow, somewhere, you can put this program on your fire stick <laughs> that will okay. give. That will give you all the movies and the bootleg stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. And I'm just speaking hypothetically because I don't own one of right. these. And, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. That's illegal. <laughs> right. No. I mean, yeah, I've heard, yeah. you know, but nobody I know. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> so, yeah, all that going hand to hand with your local neighborhood DVD vendor is gone. <laughs> Damn, I really liked when they opened the trunk, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> they had everything. It was like, you know, Blockbuster, but you didn't have to walk in anywhere. Shit. I used to be that guy. <laughs> I swear, I used to be that guy. Because, like, I'm into technology, and I always want to have the new yeah, shit. Now I know who you are. Okay. <gasps> <laughs> yes, because we look like <laughs> <laughs> Right? Because, um... I always in the tech and I always wanted the new new. You know, when I was younger, I mean, I had more income to do that with, but not so much now. But right. um, I was one of the. You got shit. Oh yeah, I was one of the first ones to you know have like a DVD burner or a CD ripper or whatever. Oh, look at you! So I would get on there and I would download all the things and print them out on CDs and whatever, and I would put them in this big freaking. DVD and CD jacket and I would go to work and I'd be like hey man you seen that new movie no <laughs> that is I got your shit right here got right you here. dog and that's then, awesome I was like I, well, what I used to hate about doing it is just like you know if you're the guy people gonna come to you and yeah. it's your job to have whatever it is that they want so I would have all the popular shit you know the things that you know, all right, this just came out, so I got this. But okay. some, they have that one motherfucker that'd be like, hey, man, you think you can give me that Warren Buffett concert circa 1976 when you did the Margaritaville <laughs> tour? I was like, bitch. <laughs> no, the answer to that is no, motherfucker. No, go away. <laughs> now, it's the thing, because, I mean, I was making a good enough profit off of it to where it's like, I didn't want to say no. But because uh, I was like, man, that'll soil my name, and it wouldn't come to me no more with the things. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you could easily say, dude, he asked for a concert from 1972. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just that's just how it was. I wanted to cater to everybody. I wanted. To, I didn't want to be that guy to be like, hey, you're a people pleaser. Yeah, that's I, all. I didn't want to be like, yeah, man. All I got is Tupac and Biggie. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we have both? Why can't we have both? 
I don't know. I could probably just put them both on one CD and then they. <laughs> oh no, the CD would self destruct at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Be pulling itself apart. Right. <laughs> I saw a thing today somewhere. Somebody posted. Um, look, here's uh, Tupac Shakur was arrested in Los Angeles like last week, and it was like an arrest record. <laughs> Like proof he's alive. <laughs> Man, people been saying that for years. <laughs> fucking with that? Are we really still fucking with that? And that was today I saw that. <laughs> Some people just don't like, want to let that it go. It's my mind. <laughs> yeah, they just don't want to let it go. Nope. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was good. I don't know if it was, you know, still talking about it twenty years later. Good. I'm just saying. <laughs> Well, shit, they got to, you know why they're doing that, right? Why? Because the new um, biopic for Tupac is coming out here pretty soon. Oh, I thought you were going to say Illuminati. Same thing. Oh, okay. The Illuminati (laughs) produced this movie. Okay. The further cover of evidence of Tupac's existence. Got it. (laughs) So they had to portray his death on the big screen to make it actuality for people to realize, hey, this motherfucker's dead so he can walk around (laughs) freely behind our backs. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Elvis alive too. Oh, hell yeah. He's he's somewhere working at seven <laughs> eleven. Yeah, on the toilet eating a sandwich. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that's how he died? That's what I heard. That's what Eminem said, so I, I thought it was true. Yeah, well, a lot of people have said that. <clears throat> I here's the thing. I have a deal with my best friend. <clears throat> that no matter how I die, no matter how I die, her job is to come over, clean shit up, delete everything off my computer, delete that. everything off my phone, put clothes on me, brush my hair, and then call 911. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if I'm, like, gasping on the edge, I'm like, no, just take care of that shit. Because... You know, if I'm already that close to death, just let me go. <laughs> so we, we, we have a deal. Delete everything. Yeah, I, I got in trouble in the past, so I, I learned like, to leave a trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, like doing comedy stuff, like I will Google just the weirdest, sickest shit ever. So if you look at my search history, I look like I have serious problems. But usually it's because I'm either looking up something related to a punchline or I'm looking for something that would be the punchline to something that I put on Twitter. Yeah. You know, but my my search history is really depraved. <laughs> it's not it's not good. Have you, you know. have you looked up the blue waffle yet? I did. I saw that the other day and I hadn't, I didn't know what it was. Yes. <laughs> Tell me, how did it make you feel? <laughs> um, I was a little repulsed and, and totally, um, fascinated by it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll end up somewhere. It's, it's, it's wandering around my consciousness right now. So. Um, it, it'll end up the punchline of a joke somewhere. <laughs> uh, it is what my friend Arlie calls the abyss. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
thinks that my abyss is like completely disturbing. So. <laughs> Damn. Um, for those of you listening, we took a brief intermission. She had to go get some more alcohol. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I had to get some more water because I've been drinking a lot of it. <laughs> All right. Well, you're going to put me under the bus like that. That's fine. That's okay. Beep, beep. <laughs> I've had worse. Well, you know why I had, you know why I couldn't stop, right? You're still waiting on the dare. No, no, because yeah, that too. But <laughs> if I go under fifty miles an hour, I would explode it. So. Oh, okay. So you All had right. to go under the bus. I couldn't stop. <laughs> All right, Kenu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, I had something before my um, my bladder threw off my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <clears throat> Damn. Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. All right. Got it. Going back to the Poe Boys podcast. Okay. Uh, you was talking about uh, things that you put online. Okay. And uh, what else said things? Because you was like, I got some stuff out there on the internet that I'm not ashamed of and so on and so forth. Oh. <laughs> well, not necessarily on the internet, but I mean... Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. And Ooh, um, story time. Yeah, story time. So when I was, I must have been like 11 years old, 12 years old, something like that. And my mom and stepdad took me to New Orleans for, I guess it was, it must have been like summer vacation or something like that. And <clears throat> so we were in the in the French Quarter, and my mom thought it would be cool to like go see one of those uh, voodoo fortune tellers, which, I, you know, that shit interests me too. So, you know, we went and I, I went in I had a private session with one of those women and I don't remember everything she told me, but one thing she told me stood out. She said, I see penises around your head. <laughs> and <clears throat> Uh, that can only go one or two ways. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I don't know to this day, like it stuck with me, obviously it stuck with me. And, and to this day, I don't know if she was actually psychic or if she was just kind of seeing, you know, like this preteen girl who was looked like she wanted to dress slutty and she's kind of doing like a public service, you know, announcement thing like you know stay away from the dicks you know <laughs> um and, it's true in some aspects i know well and and either way she wasn't wrong so <laughs> i mean uh, i just really I, I would love to to like go back and ask her like were you fucking with me or like is you know like seriously because i've seen a lot of dicks <laughs> mostly because i get you know sent a lot of pictures but to be fair, you know, I do have a history. Everybody's got a past. And my, my comment to, you know, the, the guys on, on Po' Boys was basically, you know, if I ever made it big, I would just, you know, I'd have to have a press conference and be like, look, there's some shit out there. <laughs> and, and I'm okay with it. You know, it happened, but just can we just move on? You know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll, I'll admit it's out there and you know, let's not pay any of these guys any money for this shit. I'll give it to you myself. 
So. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Now, mm-hmm. you could probably use that, though. I mean, if you're willing to just give it out all willy-nilly like that, you'd be like, hey, well, man. Well, you know, I mean, look. Look at the Kardashians. That's all I'm saying. I know. <laughs> I know. But, uh, you know, I, I've got kids now. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and you know, like, if I didn't have the kids, fine. It's on. I don't care. Whatever. You know, like, who 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 couldn't use more money? I'm fine with that. But... You know, I just don't really want my kids going to school and being like, and coming home and be like, Mom, so little Joey came to school with a folder that had a bunch of shit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> you know? Um, and, and that's the thing with the podcast. Like, I cuss and say all this bullshit on here. And... Yeah. You know, my kids don't listen to podcasts or whatever, unless it's whatever I'm listening to in the car when they in there. Yeah. So damn, I'm just like, they're going to hear this one day and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Look, there's nothing that I've said either on stage or written or anything like that, that, I mean, I, I wouldn't show my kids one day when they're ready for it. Um, both of my kids are very funny, like naturally very funny. And I'm okay with them seeing that. Like for me, it's a very fine line teaching them like cussing, Yeah, you know, because like, I don't want them using it at inappropriate times, but there's, I mean, there's times when you have to drop an F-bomb. I mean, you drop a hammer on your foot, you say, fuck. There's a right and a wrong time for that. And and especially doing comedy, you know, there's a right and a wrong time for a well-placed F-bomb. There yes. just is. And I want them to know that because they have some natural talents in that, in that direction. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to get a phone call from the school saying, hey, come get your little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> we're not having this shit at school anymore. Yeah, uh, so far I've had that instance once. Um, it's no secret I cuss, and right. you know, it it is is a barometer of a uh, cussing here though. It's like yeah. I'll say we we having general conversation, a shit ass or something, a uh, uh, fuck might even fly out. I mean, it's just <laughs> like it's not fuck this shit, you son of a bitch. It's nothing like that. It's not real hardcore. Right, right. So it was just real subtle, like you know, it might yeah. catch you off guard if you didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. So that's just at a normal level. Now, if you get me pissed, right, then that increases by like two. And <laughs> 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 it was probably a little more than two because it's I'm it's a lot of swearing. And, yeah, and my kids know that they hear it. <laughs> And uh, I mean, I've had to get pretty creative with it, you know, and and substitute words and stuff like that. But, you know, I I don't want to be hypocritical with my boys because I've always just been honest with them. And I expect the same, you know, from them to me is, you know, we're we're just going to be honest and real here. But at the same time, you know, we're not going to have these conversations where everything is a four letter word right now. Yeah. I mean, my kids are seven and eight. 
It's just not appropriate right now. <clears throat> now, when they get 15, 16, I think things will be different because, uh, you know, I, I've, I've lived enough of my life where I wasn't who I actually was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where I kept enough of me in that I wasn't authentic and I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm okay with them knowing, you know, Hey, your mom's smart. Your mom's funny. She also fucks up. I'm good with that. It's fine. Um, cause that's life. Uh, but you know, seven and eight, I still kind of want to be the hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is like, um, the older two. I mean, they've been with me forever, you know, cause yeah. that's from my first wife. Oh, gotcha. So I was, it's times to where, you know, I was a single parent with the both of them. Mm-hmm. So when they were small, it was like a lot of, you know, neutering myself. Hey, I ain't gonna say this. I ain't gonna say that or whatever. But that shit, when they got older or whatever, I was just like, fuck shit, ass. I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, they started getting, you know, in their teenage years and everything because the oldest, yeah. yeah, the oldest is. Uh, By then, you know, I mean, look, even in elementary school, I mean, I know my boys are hearing it and, you know, they see it on YouTube and I'm having to police the shit out of their iPads right now. But, yeah. um, I mean, they, it, it's not like kids don't know it. I mean, look, I knew it when I was in third grade too. Yeah. I didn't understand all of it at the same time. Like, you know, like some of the racial insults and stuff. Like, I didn't understand what slant pussy was for like 15 years. Shit, I don't know what that is now. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Is that, is that blue waffle like in nature? No, no, no. It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's a derogatory term for like Asian women. Oh, like I thought, yeah, I got you. Okay. So, but like, as a fourth grader, you hear slate pussy, and I'm thinking, well, I know where mine is, but where the, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, is it on their hip? Like, I thought it was on their hip for, like, the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, yeah. I have since learned not true. So, dispelling that, that myth right here. <laughs> That's that's crazy, but like you know, they they started getting older and hanging out with you know certain friends or whatever. And I told the oldest two at least, I was just like, "Hey, hear me out. I'm not dumb. I've been your age many years ago, right. and I know what goes on on the playgrounds and when you're around your friends or whatever. I know you cuss. I listen to the music that you right. listen to. So right. and there's cussing in that. I understand it." I, I yeah. you know, I, I really don't, I didn't really restrict their music because I didn't have music restrictions when I was young. So yeah. I know they might have picked it up from there and everything as long as you, hey, you just can't go around slapping women in the face, calling them bitches. You can't do none of that stuff. Go right. to jail. <laughs> right. So I was just like, hey, man, it's cool. I mean, how you talk to your friends is how you talk to your friends. Yeah. But you will not talk to me like that or another right. adult or your grandparents or anybody else, because that's when we're going to have a problem. That's when I'm going to start getting in your shit. Yeah, like, you know, if you drop an F-bomb in front of grandma, I'm going to have to beat your ass. Yeah. Because then I look bad. Well, she, you know what I mean? Grandma will probably <laughs> beat your ass. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, and, and even if they're not getting it at school, you don't know what house, you know, like if they're at a friend's house and... All that kind of stuff. So, 
they're exposed to it. I was, you were growing up, yeah. you know, I knew all kinds of shit I didn't tell my parents about. <laughs> I mean, I, I just knew to keep my mouth shut. That's oh, yeah. all. Exactly. And they don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and for right now, I'm good with that. Like, I am good with the word vomit for my kids, you know, because that means I'm not going to get surprised by anything. By the way, just a tip, um, buy some stock in Trojan condoms. I have two boys, and they are both lady killers, and I'm going to be buying it by the caseload. So just putting it out there for your listeners. Um, y'all are going to want to buy some of that stock because it's coming, <laughs> literally. Yeah, ski, ski, ski. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we found out um, a while back that the boys found himself. So uh, <laughs> I had to give him. Yeah, the, I, I'm not fucking doing any sock laundry after about the age of 10. I'm just not. They're going to do their own laundry. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it. I'm not washing it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They they do it now. They do their own laundry. They've been doing their own laundry because I knew that time was going to be coming skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> exactly. Pretty soon. <laughs> exactly. But it was like the boy is lazy. So oh, no. it was to a point to where I had to give him the talk, not to talk about nasty time or anything like that, but to talk about cleaning up and policing yourself. Oh, fuck. So I was just yeah, like, I don't want to have that conversation. Yeah, I'm a so, single mother. I'm going to have to have that conversation. Yeah. I don't want to have it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, what you can do, because I mean, you don't want to wait till the incident happens. Right. <laughs> to have the talk. So this is how you can do your prep work. All right. Okay. I know little boy, little boys and everything or whatever. They really don't like to take a bath sometime. I ain't gonna say that for all kids, but you know they go through a little phase where they don't want to get in the damn tub and wash their ass. Right. So how I broke it down to him, it was just like, hey, this is your room, right? And like, yeah. What do I tell you to do to your room whenever it's messy? <laughs> clean yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clean it. So now when you are dirty. Where do you go to clean yourself up? Right. In the bathroom. Yeah, that's right. The bathroom. So now let's think about this. Whenever, Eliminate the middleman. Yes. When you make a mess, <laughs> just, you know, you already know where to go to clean yourself. There you go. You know, he kind of put two and two together and we ain't never really had the problem since. <laughs> yeah. Are we done here? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I definitely think that's the way to go. I've got one that, that's a that's a clean freak. He's 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 oh. neat and he's always you Embrace know it. I wanna take a shower, I wanna take a bath, uh, you know, my shit's gotta all be lined up and whatever and then I've got one that's like fuck, I'll run naked through the quad three times with a keg over my head. I'm good, you know. <laughs> The clean one, embrace it. Just buy them gloves and cleaning wear for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, the thing is, is it, even if you're like the best parent, you're still going to fuck up. Mm -hmm. And you, the way I look at it is you've got to give them something to complain about later. <laughs> no, really? Because, I mean, nobody wants, I mean... You know, they'll be out with their friends or they'll have a girlfriend or whatever. And, you know, nobody wants a dude who's like, yeah, my mother was perfect. 
Nobody wants to listen to that shit. <laughs> I got you. You know? So, I mean, I'm trying my best, but I know I'm fucking them up somehow. And, you know, I just try to limit it to, you know, major episodes that they'll be able to make good stories out of later. Yeah. They they always going to refer to me as the asshole because I'm the only one that like to say no to people. <laughs> That's okay. Being an asshole is okay in some instances. Yeah. At least I'm consistent. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm all about consistency. Yeah. Because it'll be like, because I, I know how I was as a kid. And mm-hmm. I know I landed myself in the hospital many times because I didn't want to drink water. And all I wanted to eat was junk food and <laughs> all this shit. So here in my house, the uh-huh. rule is you have to eat food. Before you can have a snack. Mm, so, yeah. So that's a big one for mine. Yeah. yeah so there's no willy nilly. I'm going to eat all the fucking chips in the cabinet because I'm bored and I want to snack on something. I said, like, no, you're going to fix you a sandwich. You're going to mm-hmm. make you some leftovers. You're going to want a hot pocket or some shit. Right. But you're going to eat something before you have that snack. That's right. That's right. Or, and then it's the other thing with drinks and everything. I don't really, we don't buy soda. And no hell no! Not I don't too have much that juice in that thing. Everybody in here is on water. They drink water. That's all they drink is water. Now, if we yep. go out somewhere or whatever, then they can drink whatever the hell they want. But in the house, nothing but water. No, my my kids have a choice of water or milk. That's <laughs> it. We don't have juice. We don't do soda. Hell no on soda. Not even if we go out. No soda. I'm mm. sorry, not happening. Because I got my older one is tall and skinny and my younger one he is built like a right tackle i mean he's (laughs) he's gigantic and he's got the biggest bubble butt you ever seen on a white kid i promise (laughs) it's adorable and it's gonna get him laid 10 times over but right now like we need to watch (laughs) how many calories we're having here kiddo Mm -hmm. Like, and like, I know that sounds awful, but yeah. I mean, until he's old enough to like start working out and stuff, uh, you know, we, we gotta <laughs> we gotta look at it a little bit. Yeah, because the, the six year old, I mean, it's nothing. A lot of it's not a lot of anything that she really likes to drink unless it's chocolate milk or milk. But all oh. she really drinks is water. That's all she drinks. Even we even tried to give her soda to see if she would like it, and she was like, "What is this? Give me some water." What? Oh my god! She, she do like Why ginger ale. Like soda is crack if somebody accidentally gives it to them. Yeah. Well, she do like ginger ale. I, I forgot about that, but she she'll drink a ginger ale or whatever. But it's mostly water and chocolate milk. No. Yeah. My mine do mine do water and regular milk, and like I said, if we're like out at a birthday party or somewhere and somebody's got soda out, my kids go for it like they missed their last dose of heroin. Seriously. (laughs) And uh, it's like, no. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I I don't blame them. I mean, I'm the same way when I walk into a bar, so. Yeah, the old one is a little more controlled or whatever. Her thing is, I told her what happened to me when I was younger. It was like, I had to go to the hospital. They had to stick this big needle in my hand and 
pump water into me and all kind of stuff. And she is definitely afraid of needles and all kind of shit like that. So that kind of, she, every time I see her, she got like a bottle of water. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> My son just don't give a fuck. He's just like, I drink all the things if you give me the chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty much how I've been ever since I got to college. So <laughs> I'll drink all the things. Whatever it is, yes. Mm-hmm. Especially <laughs> Which if it's explains free. Explains a lot, by the way. <laughs> I said, especially if it's free. Uh, I have boobs, so alcohol has always been free for me. Yeah. Always. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Well, uh, since you brought up boobs, I don't want to see them. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> that's the first. Okay, go on. I didn't see partial of them anyway. That's how I found out that I you know, was on right? the podcast. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I said, what's going on here? Let me go check this episode out. See, that's how you got more downloads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know marketing. That's one thing. Yeah. Well, from I know you have a limited experience as far as um the comedy goes or whatever, but okay. do you feel from what you've experienced so far, there's just like that, I don't know, that gender bias or whatever. It's like, oh, she's a woman. She can't be funny. Or, hey, it's a lady. You know, show me your boobs. I don't know. <laughs> um. You know, I have some pretty strong feelings on this. Um, in the comedy scene, um, I do feel there's a very big bias against women. And and I say that, and I'll preface that with, I'm not a feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect a guy to open a door for me, open the car door for me. I'm good if you order for me. You're damn right you're paying for dinner. <laughs> Um, and, and so I'm, I'm pretty conservative in that, in that aspect. Um, but on the comedy scene, um, I've come on with, um, a friend of mine started a little bit after I did her name's Sandra D and you should totally have her on your program. She is absolutely one of the funniest women I've ever met. Okay. Um, but we've both noticed that in certain venues around town, um, most of the open mic spots go to guys, um, whether or not they're funny. Mm. And a lot of the male comedians in town are, I don't want to say not supportive, but they're not supportive, especially when they feel intimidated by the fact that I'm funnier than they are. Mm Um, and this is something that, you know, I've had friends come see me and, you know, they're the ones that have commented that basically. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've found a couple venues around town where, you know, I'm more accepted. It's, it's more, um, uh, it, it, it's not quite so pronounced as far as fair you know, gender bias. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but there are a few in Houston that I, I do feel have a pretty strong gender bias for men. Okay. And, you know, um, I, as far as the female comics that are out there, um, I, I told this on the, on the Po' Boys podcast, I, I don't really want to speak against anybody right now cause I'm just starting out. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's kind of shitty karma. Yeah. Um, at the same time, uh, there aren't a lot of role models. I got you. And I think that's fair to say. 
Yeah. I, I just think, I mean, if you're funny, you're funny or whatever. I mean, it shouldn't right. be rather you have your hang lows up top or down on the bottom. You know? <laughs> right. And, and, and I'm totally like that. Um, you know, but there just seems to be a bias. And then the other part is, you know, I, I sort of, to be honest with you, I sort of feel cheap sometimes getting up on stage and, as a woman, if you drop an F-bomb or you make a sex joke or something like that, it's it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she just said that. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question. I was just like. Right. <laughs> Whereas if a guy had said it, it would have been like, oh, yeah, well, obviously, that's where the joke was going, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be just a shock comic. Yeah. That's. That's not what I want to be. Uh, you know, I I would really hope that some of my material actually makes you think. Like, I really, like, I'm, I'm in love with words. Mm-hmm. And I like putting them together in interesting and funny ways. And so, you know, some of the stuff that I do is, is wordplay. Okay. And, you know, yeah... It's based on sexual stuff, but that's just because that's kind of the low-hanging fruit, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, where I want to go, where I want to grow to is more intellectual than kind of lowbrow stuff. That's that's my plan, at least. Yeah, I got you. I understand. I don't know. It's just like there's two sets of cuss words is whenever, you know, I cuss or whatever and people are ha ha. He cussed. Yeah. And then that's when you cuss. You say dick and they like. <gasps> right. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, if you were to say penis or something like that right now, I'd be like, oh, she said penis. <laughs> penis, penis, penis. Oh, she said it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird because like I think is, you know, this is just me, though. And my wife it was like, I think it's the cutest thing whenever I hear my wife cuss. I was just like, oh. really? I was like, you said a big person word. <laughs> oh God, I would punch you in the face. Cause like I remember one time we was it's like <laughs> you know how you have your interview voice? Oh, definitely. And you 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 know you, your normal voice. Yeah, this is not my interview voice. Just for the record, for anybody who's listening, this is not how I show up for a job interview. <laughs> so it's just like from if I hear her cuss, it's just like, that is her. And, you know, every other, you know, just on the norm, she's just using her interview voice. Because I've heard her on the phone with her friends back from where she's from. She's from Virginia. And she was like, girl, that motherfucker. And I was like, who is this person on the phone? Who is that? And I'm looking in the living room. I was like, oh, it's just her in here. Who was that? <laughs> that sucks. You're like, that's adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, I mean, she already sounds like a little kid anyway. She got one of those soft voices. Oh, okay. And then, right. man, for a cuss word to come out of that madness, I'm like. <gasps> I love that, though. Like, I love the unexpected. So she should totally do stand-up. <laughs> uh, she ain't got the patience for that shit. <laughs> oh, well, there may, that may be true. I'm the only comedian, she knows. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And I'm and she think I'm corny as shit, which, you know, I, I'm acquired taste. But she put up with me for eight years, so that's good. 
That's good. That's really good. That That's actually longer than both of my marriages lasted. So, yeah, you're doing great. Fist bump. All right. It's in the air. It's coming via text message. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But, all right. I mean, we, we talked about all that stuff. And, you know, you can say penis in your own way. And I can say penis in my own way. But right. with your comedy, I know you're just starting out and everything. Where do you, you know... Or it's baby steps now, but where do you think or where do you want to be in the next two years? I want a Netflix special. Sweet. $60 million right now. Cash money. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I'd do it for 30. I'll be honest with you. I'd be, I'd be okay with 30 million. Shit, I would be fine with... <laughs> You'd be okay with 30,000. <laughs> Shit, I'd be fine with $30 right about now. I can go make some more groceries. <laughs> Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. No, but I mean, look, I, here's the thing about me. I'm, I'm really competitive. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to do something, I, I really want to be the best. And, and I know there's a lot of competition out there. And, and there's some comics out there now that their material blows me away. Mm-hmm. Blows me away. And, you know, when I listen to it, I'm like, shit, there's no way. There's no way. But the goal for me is I want to be on that level. Mm -hmm. That's where I want to be. You know, or I want to get some of my books published and make it to the New York Times bestseller list. I mean, I'm that competitive. Um, The fact that I'm coming to this late in the game or, you know, in, in my life doesn't hold me back. I mean, you know, technically I'm a cougar and, <laughs> and that's, that's just who I am and that's what I do. And you know, whatever. I don't feel like that though. Like when I wake up in the morning and uh, you know, like I feel like I'm like 23 years old and, and that's pretty much how I act most of the time. And I make the bad decisions of a 23-year-old. And then, you know, like I go in the, the bathroom and I pass the mirror. I'm like, who the fuck is that old bitch? You know. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't have the shit. I'm halfway through my life. I got to do something. It's, you know, I got to do something because I want to win, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and And that's where I am. You know, I don't know at this point if anything will come of it. But what I do know is I've never been this happy in my life. And whether that's a result of getting up on stage or getting my writing published or a combination of both, I don't really care. It's working. I'm happy. Let's go. Yeah. And I can dig that. I I really dig that. Yeah. So. Yeah, because that's kind of how it was um, with me and professional wrestling. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I watched it for as long as I can remember. I always enjoyed it. And um, as a child, that was one of the three things that I always, you know, thought I would wind up doing. I wanted to be a <laughs> martial artist. I wanted to be a wrestler. And I wanted to either join the military. I wind up joining the military and okay. doing martial arts in the military. And I got to wrestle because I was in the military. <laughs> That's awesome. 
That's awesome. So I mean, it was it's it's great. It all how it all just comes together when it's supposed to. Exactly. Yeah, I did Muay Thai for a while, and I loved it because, like, inside, apparently I'm, like, super angry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was awesome. Like, I want to get back to it, but right now I've got a cast on my leg, so that's not happening. But uh, when when uh, when I get out of it, I, I think I'm going to get back into it because apparently there's a lot of rage in here. I don't know. So was the Muay Thai the result of your cast or? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I ended up in the cast in the whitest white girl accident ever. Like I can't. Yeah. So I was ejected from a moving golf cart. Sweet. <laughs> you can't get whiter than that. I don't think. Was there white wine involved? Um, there was a lot of a whole bunch of stuff oh. and I ended up breaking six bones. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And I now have a, uh, steel plate in my ankle. Awesome. I know. You, so my boss now calls me Wolverine, you can, which is and you fantastic. Can, you can also catch all the radio stations. <laughs> I can catch all the radio stations and I will forever be detained at TSA. Mm-hmm. You should just walk. So, like, I'm going to ask for a reach around every time. Like for people like that or whatever, they should just walk up to the thing with their x-ray and be like, look, man, <laughs> please. Exactly. So right now, like when I went in for my surgery, they, you know, they put all the bands on you. Like, you know, this is your ID band. This is what you're allergic to and whatever warning stuff. So I have a band and I haven't taken it off since my surgery, which was, you know, a month, month ago now. And it says fall risk, which is fucking hilarious to me because <laughs> <laughs> I am. And I think I'm going to leave it on permanently because I just, I need that. Ooh, know what you should do? What? Uh, whenever, you know, you can take it off whenever you want to or whatever. But if you're into the ink, that should be a tattoo. <laughs> well, um, I actually am not into ink. Um, I, I'm I'm not into pain of any kind. Um, Ooh, that must have sucked but, for your leg, then. You. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so I got to tell you. So when when we took the break, and I went to go get a refill, right now I have a Granny Walker. Oh snap! <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I have a Granny Walker, and I have a basket on it. And the awesome thing about the basket, it has a cup holder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, baby. So yeah, baby. So you so do you got the old school joint, the silver joint with the sock with the tennis balls on the end? Yes, I do. It's awesome. That's what they gave me coming out of the hospital. They gave me that, and it's much better than crutches. Sweet. I mean, yeah. they got the new high speed joint now because, like, I go to the VA clinic out here, and yeah. um, they got those little walker things that they give them is like they can walk with it and then when they yeah. get tired of walking they can turn around they can sit in it like a chair and scoot shut up yes that's awesome then they got like um people that like you've got like a full leg cast yeah they got the ones for like um they have the boots or the half cast mm -hmm. to where they can um put their knee up on it and scoot like a scooter and just yeah i've seen those a lot of people told me to get those but to be honest with you i like the walker i like the cup holder i'm good with it um 
the other day I went to the grocery store for the first time since my surgery and I got on one of those little motorized carts that like the fucking fat asses sit on. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I had so much fun. So I went with a friend of mine cause you know, I don't know. She was worried about me. And, um, so we're in the grocery store and I'm fucking having a blast on this thing. Right. I made it out of there without running anybody over without knocking anything over and without getting hurt. So it was a total win all the way around. Um, but it was fun as shit. Like riding that thing around the grocery store and like making turns and you can back up in it and it goes beep, 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 beep. Like that was fucking funny as shit to me. I don't know. I got strong feelings about them carts from what I've seen in my mini Walmart journeys or whatever. <laughs> I bet. Oh my God. I want to go to Walmart with you and ride the cart. Oh man, that would that go would be fucking funny as shit. You should totally do that. Oh, that would go against all my my moral fiber. Why? <laughs> that would be awesome. No, nah, it's just like I, I there's many uh, clips on the Instagram thing to where I've seen you know able bodied adults, goddamn kids, and all kinds of shit just riding around in these carts, and I've been. So, okay, I'm not able-bodied. I have a fucking cast on my Well, leg. it's fine for you. Ooh, I'll tell you what we can do. I'll tell you what we can do. Okay, what? I won't drive my own cart. I can just sit in your basket and you can drive me around. Yes! Sweet. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Let's we, totally do that. You're going to have to make a play date. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the weirdest thing? Okay, so I've posted on Twitter about my fucking surgery my broken leg my cast all that stuff oh yeah i think you, yeah you was talking about that on yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'm still getting messages from guys who want my cast when i'm done with it like that is to me that's weird yeah because you're saying it was people with like foot fetishes and all kind of shit like yes that. oh absolutely absolutely foot fetishes cast fetishes i've one guy was pretend, sent me a message saying, yes, I'm in a medical program and blah, 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 and tell me about this and send me your cast. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I mean, you're like 12, so I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This. Yeah. For the record, anybody who follows me that's not 21 or older, I don't follow back on Twitter. I just, I don't, I'm not, I'm not buying a lawsuit here, folks. I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, other than the ones that hide that stuff, I guess. Yeah, I understand. Well, the way I look at it is if you say you're 18 online, you're probably 15 or 16. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've okay. Been there. So <laughs> I'm not buying a lawsuit here. I'm just not, I'm not going to follow you back. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to acknowledge that you exist. You can follow me all you want because, you know, it's out there and I'm sure you have, you got ways of finding it. No problem with that. But uh, not going to follow you back. Not going to talk to you. Not going to send you any pictures. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I had to do on Instagram or whatever because I, I cuss hell a lot in my videos. Right. And um, I've done it in some dis you know, claimers or whatever on the videos. Like, hey, man, if you got your kids, monitor that shit because I cuss. That's right. And then I had a, a couple of kids um, follow me on there. And I was just like, hey, uh, this might not be appropriate for you. You think you can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so 
do you actually block them? No, I don't. I just tell them. I just like, hey, I don't think you should be following me because this and this. If they keep on after that, I'm just like, huh? I told you. You get in, okay. I said you get in trouble. It's not on me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I just, uh, I don't know. I like, I won't block unless it's obviously somebody who's you know like 14 years old, yeah. which sometimes you can tell, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, you know, just don't need a lawsuit right now. I'm just saying. Yeah. So how much are you gonna sell that cast for? <laughs> I don't know. That that's what the Po Boys guys were asking me. Like, and I, I don't know what the, the going rate is. Like, I think I need to Google that shit. Yeah, that no, or do a, eBay. Just put a, put a number up there. See what you get. Shit, they sold well, a fucking Cheeto for goddamn a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that fascinates me. Like, why why would you do that? Like, I understand. Look, if I had, you know, a hundred billion dollars, you know, some, some number of money that there's no way you could spend it in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. I might buy a Cheeto for a hundred thousand dollars just to be like, Hey, I fucking bought a Cheeto for a hundred thousand dollars, you know, but otherwise I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. You know, I took an economics class in college, and it was like, oh, supply and demand, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't fucking work in the real world, because who buys a Cheeto for $100,000? I don't know. I think I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to just have stuff that I'm trying to sell, and I'm going to just say that it was (laughs) for something or something happened to it, just see what I can get. I think I'm just going to start selling my underwear, honestly. People will buy it. I know. I know. It's just, you know, I, I got to balance that with the thought that, you know, one day my kids are going to find out I was selling my underwear. You know, I just need to wrap my brain around it for a minute. And then, oh. you know, hold on. It's coming. Ski, ski, ski. Right. <laughs> no, I don't think that would be a hard thing to explain. I would take them to Walmart. This is how I would explain this. Okay. I would take them to Walmart and I would bring them to the underwear section. I'd be like, you see this? pack of six that cost $8.98. I know because I bought a couple pair for my wife. <laughs> okay. Now, I have one pair of these that I have worn and somebody wanted to give me $100,000 for that one pair out of this $8.99 <laughs> pack. I think your kids would understand why you sold what you sold when you sold it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I've got one that's uh, all about making money. He's uh, he's a crazy entrepreneur. He's like, hey, can we go sell our shit outside? I'm like, not today, baby. Not today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I think that would probably work. I just uh, just need to kind of you know get it in my brain. I'm, I'm one of those people that like I get to I get to an idea slowly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I need to I need to work on it. Uh, you know, for a couple of nights. I understand. <laughs> I just, I just like do it and think about it later. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that defective Y chromosome. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, because we got the two brains. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the timeshares never split correctly. No, not, no, not at it's all. just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
but I, I love it. I love men. I love guys. I love guys that have issues with that. Cause first of all, it's funny to me. And second of all, I, I just love men. That's my biggest problem. I've always loved men mm-hmm. and it's just my biggest problem. Yeah. I love some men too. I love my dad, my son. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Not what I'm talking about. I get it. You're talking about the boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Before you go, I need you to tell me one of um. Well, I I ain't gonna say tell me a blackout story because you don't know what happens in the blackout. But I guess you can know that you blacked out because when you woke up on the other side. So tell me your wildest alcohol related story, or the one that you would like to share with me. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know, in college, I used to play a game with my roommate, which was what did Foxy do last night. Um, so if that tells you anything, um, yeah, there's, there's probably a couple of stories. I'm not sure I could pick one that was like the best story. First one that comes to mind. Oh God. Um, I think you should take a sip of wine. It might bring it back. Oh honey, I already finished my the glass I went and got. So that's, that's not the problem. It's, it's deciding which one is going to go out there. Um, yeah. Okay. So after a night of party, so a little backstory, when I went to college, I went through rush for sorority mm-hmm. and I decided that I did not need to join a sorority Yeah. because my ultimate goal was I just wanted to be able to attend fraternity parties. And I realized that since I had tits, I could do that anyway. And yeah. I did not need to pay for any girlfriends, which was fine because I don't have a lot of female friends. And that's kind of been a pattern in my life. Um, and I was okay with that. So fast forward about a year and I was, having an on again, off again kind of relationship with a guy who was a, in a fraternity and, uh, he was, yeah, I don't know if I really want to tell this story. This is bad. Hey, we don't know who the motherfucker is. I don't care. (laughs) No, no, no. It's bad for me. Oh, okay. Um, well you can make up the rest from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) So he was, he was the, I don't know what the official title was, but he was like in charge of the pledge class or whatever. And, um, I was out partying one night and I kind of got in a sketchy situation and I called him and I was like, Hey, I kind of need to get out of here. He sent his roommate, pick me up, took me over to his place and he had his entire pledge class there. Hmm. And he was like, Hey, you want to, <laughs> fill in the blanks yeah so that's that's probably one of the worst sweet got out of a sketchy situation into a other sketchy into a way worse sketchy situation yeah hey what that's what the psychic was talking about (laughs) i'm telling you that's why i want to go back and find her like i wish i knew what her name was because i want (laughs) to find out if she was like fucking with me or if she was like no i seriously Fucking saw that you're a whore. (laughs) 
Yeah, because like she said, I see penises around your head, and that could have yes. been like a circle of penises around. See, see, she yes. was telling the I, truth. <laughs> I wasn't that like that. That whole story—that's not a joke. That actually happened, and I really want to go back and find her. Like, I hope she's not dead yet, because that's on my bucket list to find her and just ask her that question. Like, dude, do you remember me? Yeah. Do you remember what you said to me? Yeah, try not yeah. to. Were you fucking with me or what? <laughs> yeah, so and whenever you do find her, don't offend her because you seem thinner and goddamn drag me to hell. You don't want to cross them gypsy people, ladies. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. No. I, I don't want to know because especially if she wasn't fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Like, if that was real shit she was telling me, I, I'm going to buy her all the drinks she wants. Like, whatever she wants, like, oh, you like that dress over there? Cool. You want the shoes, too? Great. We're good. Just tell me what the fuck to expect for the next 20 years. I know, because, I mean, you have all kind of disposable income after you sell your underwear. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're going to go ahead and put a pin in it right here. Awesome. So before we uh, go ahead and clock out, you want to go ahead and shout out your social media accounts or whatever you got going on? Sure. Um, I'm on Twitter at the underscore Foxy. Uh, that's two X's because I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, check me out on uh, Morpheus for some of my uh, writing. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you taking your time out with the delays to talk with me and everything. And I appreciate you for doing something that you love or like <laughs> and uh, putting that creativity out there in the world for all of us to enjoy. Oh, yeah, baby. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. And that was it, everybody. Another episode in the books. An episode that was sexy. It was sensual and it was magnificent. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Foxy for joining me on this podcast. This episode 69 extravaganza. Hopefully, if you're a guy, you got a freaky enough lady to let you get on top when you're doing the 69. That way, you thrust your pelvis down into her face. That was so gentle, though. Don't do nothing harsh to damage the larynx and everything and all the inner workings of the throat because then you ain't gonna get head again baby and you don't want that to happen shout outs to Big D from the Bro Ron's podcast shout outs to that motherfucker Jody B shout outs to Hoppy Rogers shout outs to Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast you made the episode baby with all your lovely voicemails and I encourage everyone to send me some of your sexy and sensual voicemails so as we ride on out into the sunset there are a plethora of places you can find me you can find me on twitter at it's b-rock that's i-t-s b-r-o-b you can also find the show on twitter at wait for it r R R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. And hey, if you wanna find out some more stuff about the show, you can go to randomrobcast.com. 
That way you can go to the homepage and find out different ways that you can support the show. Buying merchandise, using Amazon links, or becoming a patron like Brandon McIntyre. I appreciate you, homeboy. And um, be like Brandon. Help out the show. Help it expand. And the music has ran out, so there's no more sexy time voice. <laughs> but uh, big shout-outs to Brandon Mack. He's one of the Patreon contributors, and you can too. There's three tiers to choose from. One, three, and five. One dollar, three dollars, and five dollars. So, you know, I'm cheap. I'm a cheap date. I ain't got no penises floating around my head or nothing like Foxy did, but <laughs> it is what it is. And um, what else? Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I do the Walmart logs. You can um, look up the Random Rambles with Rob podcast on Instagram. You can see me walk through Walmart saying all kind of manner of shenanigans and looking at ladies' underwear. Not on the racks, I mean, as it walks through Walmart. Don't let this be Rob, no. And I co-host on a wrestling podcast. If you want to hear me talk about professional wrestling with my homeboys, Matt McCool. And the notorious Joshi, you can do so on the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, which you can find only on the NAI Network. So when you're looking for my show, where I'll show, it's not my show, I'm a co-host, type in the NAI Network, and there's a whole slew of shows that you'll find in there. But the one you want to hear us specifically with me co-hosting, talking about wrestling, is the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company. Right, subscribe, rate, and review, and all that other cool shit. Um, also, speaking of contributions, I also told you about, you know, you can buy merch. Got new shirts out there. It's, it says surprise, motherfucker, on the front and everything. So, cool. You can come get you one. Go to the um, shop, and it's going to be links in the description. Shout out to King Ajar, my guest, last week who we're going to wrap up with part two next week. And um, he bought a shirt. He bought a surprise motherfucker T-shirt. I'm so happy. Ah, Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast, he bought one of my motherfucker T-shirts. And I, I think he bought the Independent Podcast T-shirt. Hey, man, that's that's a cool thing, man. I appreciate all y'all contributing to the show and everything. And it's only going to get better, baby. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. <laughs> but yeah, once again, thank you to all the people that contributed uh, via voicemail. Uh, thank you to Foxy for sitting around and chilling with me. Cool lady. Look us, look her up on uh, Instagrams and the Facebooks if she got all that shit. But m- mainly Twitter because she dropping all the jokes and whatnot on the Twitters. And um, man. Sorry it was up late, but things happen, and that'll be disclosed at a later time, and I'll see you next time, motherfucker.